0: Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Wander Pass. My name is Ty Tanette, owner and founder of Wander Disc Golf, and I will be your host as we provide an intimate all-access account of the weekly touring professional disc golf grind featuring myself, Terry Rothisberger, Gavin Babcock, and other touring Wander Disc Golf ambassadors. We will talk disc golf, travel, food, drink, and everything in between. You will get to hear first-hand stories of what life on the road is like from seasoned vets to first-timers. If you've ever wondered what life on the road is like, this is the podcast for you. Alright, so let's get right into it. Before I bring in my co-host and our special guest today, Gavin Babcock, I want to talk about the name and the artwork behind the Wander Pass. First off, I wanted to provide a backstage pass, all access pass, tour pass of our ambassadors here at Wander Disc Golf. I wanted to be able to break down what it's like on the road, what their expenses are, what it's like living in your van, your RV, your car, um, in a random person's house, apartment, couch, all those good things. I want to talk about the tournaments that they're playing, what they're going through on the course, off the course, what they're eating, what they're drinking, who they're hanging out with, all that good stuff. We're going to get to hear all of it from our guys, and I can't wait to see what they have to bring and the stories that they can share with us. As for the artwork, I wanted to showcase all the different landscapes that they will be playing on. So I started on the left side with the palm trees as they start out in the Arizona, uh, Las Vegas, California area. They move east to the Rocky Mountains, through Colorado, through uh, Utah, where the World Championships will be played, onto the Midwest, where we have the pass-through, which is actually the bridge from Ledgestone. And as you move further east, there are the Rolling Hills, the Rolling Mountains, over at the GMC. And then finally, we have the Christmas Trees in the lower right-hand corner, which is basically for the course MVP open out there at Maple Hill. So that's just a little bit behind the artwork and about the name. So just really excited to put together this podcast for you guys and share a bunch of amazing stories and insight about what it's like to be a professional disc golfer out there on the grind. All right, with all that information laid out, let's go ahead and get this podcast started. I'd like to bring on my co-host Terry Roethlisberger. Terry, give us a little introduction by yourself.
1: My name is Terry Roethlisberger. Um, Based out of Rosemont, Minnesota. Uh, pretty much been playing since 2013. I started out as an intermediate player. Uh, played a couple tournaments there, then went to advanced and played probably about half of the season, I'd say, in advanced. And then maybe maybe three three fourths of the season. And my last tournament, I went pro, and I needed gas money to get home, so <laughs> I went I went pro and. I ended up cashing, and I took cash, and I was able to go home. So,
0: <laughs> been a uh, pro ever since. Huh? Yep, yep. <laughs> made it home back on the road.
1: <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah. Last last year was my first year on tour, and uh, it was literally one of the best years of my life. It was it was unreal. Like I I couldn't have asked for like a better way
0: to just live life. It was it was unreal. That's awesome. So, a little bit about. Terry and I, uh, Terry's going to be the co-host. He's going to be on every episode. So he'll be recording live from his RV or somewhere whereabouts where he can get internet if needed. Um, and a little bit of background. I met Terry. He probably doesn't remember this, but I was caddying for Jacob Sanders, another one of our ambassadors at the Des Moines challenge. And I was like super quiet the whole time. I didn't say anything to him, but him and his caddy were just chatting it up, chumming it up. And he was like the funniest dude. So I just in- immediately was drawn to his personality and, Last year, I got to talk to him a little bit more. When Jordan came to town, um, Jordan came through and uh, picked up some of his apparel from us. And then later, when we did the Wanderlust Open, got to really hang out with you and play a little bit of Frisbee and whatnot. And just loved your personality, loved everything you brought to the table. And I really think you guys are going to enjoy his personality on this podcast and hear some of the awesome stories. When when he first met him, he came to my house and he... Um, he asked about a picture that was on my wall, and he said, "You know, where was that picture taken?" And I told him it was in uh, just outside of Las Vegas, was, and there were mountains mountains in the background. And he had never been, I think, like west of uh, at least Iowa. I mean, yeah, like Kansas. I mean, probably. I've
1: been to I've been down to Texas for a couple of times, but that was only for work. Yeah. And that was probably as far west as I've ever been. Yeah. So, and then last year I got to go to Cali, got to go to Arizona, uh, and then. I got to go to Texas again, but it was not for work. It was for disc golf, which I had never, like,
0: dreamt of
1: doing yeah. until last year.
0: Yeah. It was so funny because he's like, they have mountains there? And I'm like, dude, it's surrounded in mountains. Like, it's that's what it's about. That's what It's like over there. So, yeah, it was just funny. And I, I told him he was going to have the time of his life, and I know he did. And we'll talk about that a little bit more. Um, and to introduce my other guy here, I'm going to go ahead and let him uh,
2: have the floor. His name is Gavin Babcock. Yeah, so I'm Gab Babcock, 21 year old from from the Des Moines area. But I've been playing disc golf for I think this was my fifth year. Started out just uh, just in rec, and kind of kind of worked my way up. Uh, took the I'm pretty sure Nico LaCastro I kind of took his advice. I think he he started out rec, intermediate, advanced, kind of every year hopped up um, a division. But just kind of waited until I got my first division win in 2016. And then 2017, one intermediate tournament, and then moved up to advance, and so on. And uh, 2019 is first pro year, and yeah, that was a, that was a huge jump. Found myself just kind of cashing 50 percent of the time, and then um, and then yeah, last year was just unbelievable. Just being able to uh, playing first few pro tours, and then qualifying for USDGC, and it was just so many. It's like a, an experience overload kind of, but it was is. It was, amazing just kind of learning more each year for sure man yeah and to give a little background about gavin and i i met him for the first
0: time at a local disc golf tournament here um on a golf course that we have every october and we were playing intermediate i think i just started kind of picking up the sport again in you were in high school or you had just graduated from high school yeah yeah and uh, we found ourselves on the lead card for the second round um of intermediate and he just destroyed everybody i think he won by three or four strokes i think i had him by two or three strokes beforehand and he just murdered it and i was like dude this kid's gonna be good um i don't think i saw you the next year but uh, the year after that you were kicking butt and uh advance and then yeah like you said last year you got on the scene in the pro tour or not on the pro tour but on the local pro scene and then made your way to a couple pro events and you went to a monday qualifying for usdgc and got through on the playoff just on the on the first hole of the playoff just i like, had to be an insane feeling that, that was wild yeah i know you've uh, posted about that and all your experiences and that's just so cool and we can't wait to see what happens to you this year i know you're looking uh forward to doing a lot more so um with all that, we're just going to kind of have like an open conversation here. We've uh, cracked a beer. We're going to kind of do that every episode, too. Uh, big beer fans here. We're drinking one of the best in Iowa, Toppling Goliath Pseudo Sioux. Um, beautiful craft beer here. So let's just get into it. Uh, I'll start with you first, Terry. What have you been doing all off season? Like, what's life been like? I know you've been working um, and uh, you've obviously found yourself a vehicle. So what has that all been like? What's been going on? It's
1: it's been probably one of the best off seasons I've ever had. Uh, just pretty much the only downside to it is I haven't been able to play disc golf. Ooh. Yeah. So who knows if I'm gonna be rusty or not? But uh, yeah, I got I bought an RV. It's a '99 Georgie Boy. Uh, thanks, Jordan. <laughs> and uh, and it's a Cruise Master. It's a 34 foot. It's a beast. It's it's big. So yeah. And we got my car pulled behind it, so we bought a tow dolly as well. So we'll have a car all season, too. So, And then pretty much I, I got a job at UPS working uh, as a personal vehicle driver delivering uh, packages out of my car. So I just pretty much worked like 60 hours a week trying to save up money so I could get the RV and then also hit the road again come now. so.
0: Oh, yeah, that's awesome. I know you told me that you've been working, and obviously with when you're working 60 hours a week, it's hard to get some disc golf practice in. Were you able to uh, – did you have anywhere to go indoors or anything like that? Or were you able to just putt outside, like anything?
1: Not really. Uh, pretty much – I mean, indoor putting, yes, it's good, but there's no wind. There's no wind yeah. to take into the factor. Yeah, you're getting your reps in, but it, it makes it kind of hard to take, in fact, uh, or take into account that where's the wind coming from? Is it going to drop your putter or is it going to lift it? So I mean I wasn't able to do that, but I did get into the backyard a couple times, or I think I got like four or five rounds in probably this off season to just I mean tune up some things that I'm trying to work on, like my form, uh, throwing farther, uh, also more accurate. And then the probably the main thing I worked on because it wasn't the best last season was probably putting. I struggled the most on putting than I did any year so oh,
0: that's surprising because you're a really good putter so. yes
1: so it was definitely it was definitely hard to you get to inside the circle and then you airball it so it's like sweet yeah
0: <laughs> yeah that's that's crazy that well, i mean that just shows you what that what it takes to be a tuning professional like if if you're not one of the top guys making thousands and thousands hundreds of thousands of dollars working making income during the off season kind of overtakes actually getting out there and being able to play disc golf. Mm -hmm. Like that's something to think about too. Um,
2: So how about you, Gavin? What have you been up to this off season? Well, I'm, I'm still in college. just finishing up last semester here, but um, over, I mean, without wrestling this year due to the whole COVID thing, because I've wrestled the last 15 years, uh, definitely a lot more free time. (laughs) And, uh, and I mean, during, during this time of year, this is definitely the most I've ever played disc golf. And so it was, I'd say, I'd say I'm better. I, normal right now because i usually just jump right back in like end of february beginning of march and then just have to like grind hard then but luckily i've been uh got a skills net in my basement at home and then putting indoors i actually like putting indoors because it like can kind of critique my true form Mm -hmm. and uh and then if that's tuned then i can just play the wind from there but um yeah it's kind
0: of like a lab you can go in there and Figure out what you're doing wrong if you're videoing yourself and stuff like that. Like I know you posted a couple of videos of you filming yourself. Um, I won't talk about my own stuff, but do you ever do anything like that, Terry? You ever film um, yourself? Or I
1: actually last year I ended up taking probably about an hour and a half, two hours working with uh, Thomas Gilbert. Yeah. On I'm I'm trying to critique my form where I have my knee back before I unload the throw. Okay. So, like usually, it's kind of like a Nico thing. Nico can open up his hips and mm-hmm. then he throws. So, like mine, my hips are already open by the time I'm going to throw the disc or mm-hmm. come through. So, I'm trying to close my hips up a little bit and be able to just transfer my weight a lot more to make throwing farther easier. And then also, I got to learn to throw harder because throwing soft is not going to throw farther.
2: Yeah.
0: That's crazy. Just I this makes me think about um, watching Tristan throw. Mm-hmm. He doesn't seem to like overexert himself Mm-mm. when he throws, and I know um, he, he still throws really far. Yeah, yeah. nice it's slow like, little walk up. Yeah, uh-huh. he's got the slow walk up. He's smooth. It's like Gannon. I mean, Gannon Bird just yeah. bombs, and he, yep. I mean, he weighs what 160 pounds, if that. So oh, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, there's I mean, there's so many things that you can figure out with your form that most people don't think about, but um, back to you Gavin so college wrestler yeah I just I forgot to mention that you I mean you've been
2: wrestling like you said 15 years that takes up how many months of your year usually um, the, during high school I'd wrestle throughout the summer too Ooh. but more so in college I just kind of focus on lifting in the summer and it's usually when I get to school start workouts in like September and then I'll go till uh, beginning of March and then uh, and then we'll just go back to kind of lifting as a team then. So may, mainly just kind of September to March. So I usually don't play like I, I've never really got to play any tournaments in September, yeah. October, November. And so that was, that was a huge, huge plus this year. Just being able to get to still get out and play a lot. Yeah. That's awesome. That's, it's kind of funny. You guys have
0: it's kind of two different stories right now, like being able to play a lot in the soft season and not being able to play a lot in soft season. I guess we'll just have to see how that plays out. I know Terry, you are on your way. You're in Des Moines right now. You came from Minnesota. You're on your way to Arizona. So, What's life like for you when you get there? Like, what are you going to be doing?
1: Uh, So we have a couple things to tune up on the RV, Uh, pretty much just, like, miscellaneous things. We uh, put in a new sink or, like, the the, nozzle for the sink, and we tried caulking it. And, well, because it's negative 10 degrees every single day in Minnesota, it cracked. Mm -hmm. So it didn't really seal properly. So once we get down there, I got to reseal it. Uh, We got to put – We got to put some stuff on the back of the chairs, just like some miscellaneous. It's hopefully not going to be too hard, but it, I mean, it just got to get down to warmer weather.
0: Yeah, it takes time. Um, So, what's your plan? Do you know where you're going? Like, where are you staying?
1: Uh, Hopefully, uh, Jordan Castro uh, (laughs) calling you out right now. (laughs) Hopefully, you and Brooke have room for me. Otherwise, uh, we're going to get like a, just go to a campsite and hopefully they have a spot for us as well nice or shout out to walmart
0: yeah, right on, <laughs> yeah. That's, well that's what i want to talk about too is like so this year you're going from rv and last year you were with jordan mostly yep in um, the
1: in the camry so pretty much he was like I'd, I'd reach out to castro and be like hey so where are you staying this today or like where are we staying this week and he was like yeah i got a place he was like here we gotta go there but I have an RV now, so a lot of places I'm not going to be able to park my RV outside someone's house.
0: Yeah.
1: They uh, they might frown upon that. So,
0: sure. so what was that like? Because uh, you, you, you obviously didn't sleep in his car, right? You guys found a place to stay yeah, at every so, place you went?
1: Yep. So we only had to sleep in the car, like, I think it was when we were on our way down to, to Phoenix back in January. Mm. We pulled up. Uh, we were just both exhausted from driving. We had been driving for probably... 14 15 hours Dang. that that day it was yeah. like the day after new Year's, so we got a little got a little alcohol in us <laughs> and uh, yeah we weren't we weren't feeling the best so we went we got to like a we got to like new mexico i believe and i was like i can't drive anymore and he's like i'm going to bed i was like all right so we went to a taco bell parking lot and <laughs> parked there and i i literally I got some food and I probably fell asleep within like 15 minutes. Yeah. And I woke up an hour later and I was like, well, I guess I'm not sleeping anymore. Yeah. So I drove the rest of the way. Ah, we had like we had like 7 hours to go and Cash was like, "I'm not driving." So I was, <laughs> I was like, "Well, I am. I'm not staying here. Yeah. It's freezing out." It was <laughs> we're in New Mexico and it was up in the kind of the mountains, I guess. It was high elevation, Yeah, but Yeah, it was it was probably like Fifteen degrees, and it was all we had was a sleeping bag in our in my car. So, Dude,
0: I'm sure they've <laughs> seen that plenty of times at Taco
2: Bell. So, they
0: oh, yeah. probably like oh, uh, these guys yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. It, oh, so, gosh.
2: So, with with finding places to stay, you guys just have like hookups around every tournament area or Castro. Pretty...
1: Castro. Yeah. It amazes me how many people he knows.
0: Yeah. Well, he's super out there on social yes. media, so I he think is. he's up to have a conversation at any time with yep. anybody on Instagram or whatever, and. I'm sure people have asked him, "Hey, can I caddy for you? Can I do whatever?" And he's like, "Sure, if you let me, you know, yep. have, a, have a bed or have a couch or something." And
1: and honestly, like the disc golf community is—it's amazing. Like you post, yeah. you make a post in like their club page when you're going to a, a tournament, yeah. and literally there's numbers of people that are like, "Yeah, you can stay at my house." Yeah. Like that's that's literally it's it's amazing, especially with COVID that happened. Yeah. It was it was unbelievable the amount of support that we still had. They weren't able to come to the tournament, but they still wanted to help us out.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. That's, I mean, that's obviously the disc golf community as a whole, I would say, I mean, pretty much everywhere you go, there's going to be people that are willing to accommodate you and hang out with you and feed you. And I mean, that's I mean, that's a huge expense too, is just food. I mean, Mm -hmm. um, food and drink and board, obviously. So, that uh, obviously brings me back to you, Gavin. You just bought your first touring vehicle. Congrats. Uh, congrats. That's, uh, yeah. that's huge. So I, I know you're going to try to build it out a little bit, have a little bed back there. Um, yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. How's that going?
2: What's that like? I know it just started, but what your plans are for it? Yeah. So uh bought a 2015 Chevrolet City Express and just kind of um, been, been living on YouTube, just trying to pick up any tips yeah. and tricks, but uh, luckily... Luckily, I only live at home or uh, forty minutes away from college, so I'm gonna drive back on the weekends. We got like a mini workshop in our garage, nice. and my nice. stepdad's pretty handy. Yeah. So yeah, we're going to probably just kind of once a once a weekend, just head home and slowly build her up. But probably, I mean, yeah, I'm still still brand new to me, so I'm still trying to figure out everything I want in there. But, yeah.
1: When you uh, when are you leaving for tour? Actually.
2: Um, so luckily my class schedule this semester is pretty, pretty lax. I got three classes, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then Tuesday, Thursday off. So then, um, I'll be able to make it down to DDO and then, um, trying to think here. Yeah. And then full time I'll start out in Portland for the Portland open.
1: That's one of my go-tos this year. I cannot wait.
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm so stoked, but otherwise I'll probably just be trying to hit up some C tiers around the Des Moines area and. See what Minnesota and whatnot has on the weekends. Yeah, Kansas, but, Kansas City
0: has a bunch of tournaments. Yeah. Minnesota, Delwood, you know, over in Illinois, they're always doing big things. So there's a lot to do there. Um, so we talked a little bit about your touring vehicles. You guys are both going on tour. We'll get a little bit more into that in the second episode. But Gavin also has big news. He was previously unsponsored, technically, if you want to say unsponsored by a disc manufacturer, his local Titan Disc Golf, and obviously us here with Wander. But he, uh, thousand three rated. So he has big news. He just got signed by prodigy disc. And, uh, tell us a little bit about that. How did that go? And, uh, how did that
2: come about? Yeah. So I was kind of just, uh, reached out to a few companies, but, um, I've always, I've always been like, like when I first got into disc golf, loved watching like Will Shustrick videos and just, um, I think his clinic video is one of the, one of the better ones out there, but I just always thought like, the project logo is sweet and that uh, the discs were awesome and i just kind of reached out to them and then hadn't heard anything back and had uh i didn't a little did i know gannon put in a word for me nice so thanks to him shout out little kid yeah birth. <laughs> and uh, kidding, he's like six four so <laughs> i know kind of followed up like four weeks later and it's like expressed my interest and they basically said that um, they're not taking anyone new for 2021, but they love to have me on the tournament team. So it was like I read that and I was like, "Oh, yeah. dang!" And then it was basically like, "Oh, but we're making an exception." Yeah. It's like <laughs> I was just freaking out after class. It's got cool. like 12:30 on a Monday. That's super cool, man. That just happened last week, right? You're, yeah, Monday. yeah on a on a Friday. Yeah, yeah. Nice. That's so cool. Yeah. What
0: about you, uh, Terry? I've never heard your like discraft story. How did how did you get sponsored by them?
1: So, uh, f- I mean. I think this is, so it was about five years ago. Uh, I went down to the Rumble, and I was playing a tournament, and I was throwing, I threw everything. out had a mixed bag. And I, I, the only thing that Discraft didn't have back then was, I mean, I didn't really like their fairways. Uh, so I was throwing, like, Prodigy fairways. I was throwing, like, Dismania fairways. Um, but I was... In, I was talking with Paul Ulibarri. He's now Discraft team captain. He I was talking with him about uh, joining Prodigy, and then he ended up uh, reaching out to me as soon as the Rumble was over, and I, I actually rode down with Alex Geisinger. Mm-hmm. So I rode down with him. He was on, Alex was on Team Innova, mm-hmm. and I rode down with him to uh, the Rumble, and as we were leaving, I finished, I think, fifth or sixth i'm not 100 percent sure but i got to go to usdgc that year as well but uh i ended up uh getting or i told him about it or alex about it and he goes reach out to or i'll reach out to bob julio for you and see what uh disc craft can do for you i was like all right sweet yeah. i was like i pretty much throw all their discs already so why not and yeah, for sure So that it was, and then I got literally an email the next day from Bob saying, Hey, do you want to join the core team? And then I was on there for two years and I won a couple tournaments. And then I got my rating up to like 10, 11, and they bumped me up to the tour team. Nice. And
0: after that, I just kept going up from there. Right on, dude. So you would have been close to 21, wouldn't you, or 22? Uh, I'm 22.
1: Oh, yeah. When you uh, got the sponsorship, the initial yeah, sponsorship. I, it would have been probably around 21, 22.
0: Yeah, nice. That's how old you are, right? 20, yeah, 21. 21, yeah. Yep. That's pretty cool. Uh, you guys could be on the same path. Who knows? Yeah. What are you rated now? 10, I'm 10,
1: 16, 10, sixteen. It went down oh, from wow. last year. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Big. I know. I'm hoping. Like I said, I forgot how to putt last year, yeah. so hey, and I had a tendency to throw it into cars. So. Oh yeah, yeah the UConn.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> you still made it to what the disc golf pro tour? Finale, yeah, I still right?
1: made or... it. I was like, I think I was 27th. So, yeah. I mean, I'm hoping to make it back this
0: year. So it's got to be a goal, I would assume. Yes. good
2: to good to see on all the the Simon Lizard. Ranking videos.
0: Yes, (laughs) Yes. and
1: I finally wasn't a noodle when I got my forehand one. So,
0: it's so I mean, it's so funny, like thinking about that. But I mean, it's just like regular golf, like, there's players that can't hit the ball that far or don't putt the best, but they're still top 10, top 15, top 20 players. So, it's some people can do things really, really well or throw really, really, really really far and they still can't putt Mm -hmm. or. Throw up shots or anything. I so. wasn't
1: able to throw far or putt well yeah. last year. Yeah. so, <laughs> so. <laughs> I don't know what happened.
0: I think it might have been COVID. But, yeah, there uh, we go. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, it's kind of fun to see uh, that you guys kind of started in the same place, and um, yeah, you just have both have bright future still. I mean, you're kind of old, Terry, but I mean, I you still have a bright future. I'm getting up you. there,
1: almost ready to get into Masters in 13 years. Yeah.
0: So. <laughs> Now that uh, we are getting closer to the touring season, obviously you guys haven't had a lot of time to prepare. But how is everything feeling? Like, uh, let's we'll start with you, Gavin. You just switched over to Prodigy full time. Have you? Th- you said you've been throwing some uh, with our boy G- or Gannon. How's that been
2: going? Like, how's it feeling? Good. Um, he he hooked me up, let me borrow a bunch of his discs. I stopped by his house this weekend and got out. Luckily, the the field house at my college was fairly empty. So I put down a curtain and at least got to see like two to 250 feet of the flight before. So I could kind of see if it was about to yeah. flip and stuff. And, but it, it's feeling, it's feeling good. I think the, the part of my game I worked on the most, I think over winter break when I just had nothing but time at home was uh, my backhand for sure. Cause nice. I, I got a weird, I don't, I don't get a full reach back mm-hmm. and part of it, is because I dislocated my shoulder sophomore year in college, and so sometimes. But I'm trying to efficiently work on a way to get a full reach back. Because, I mean, I'm a bit big guy with long arms, and I think I could. I, there's there's some power in there that I haven't touched yet. Yeah,
0: there's some whip in there
2: somewhere. Yeah.
0: Random question: Have you ever done yoga?
2: I have. I'm, uh, I'm a am pretty flexible guy.
0: All right, okay, good. I was just gonna say I I think personally yoga is one of the best uh tools that you can use for disc golf it just makes your body longer and leaner and more
2: flexible so yeah. you can get a lot more behind your shots i feel yeah, like yeah I, pro- I probably need to need to do a little more of that i think yeah. especially because because I, I just lifting pretty hard in the off season and then um, starting to wean off that now and yeah. kind of get more into cardio so yeah and
0: it's really good for your core too you do the hot yoga too you'll be in there sweating and feel really good afterwards all right back to you terry you uh haven't played at all, so you're going to be doing poorly. So what? How's your game feeling?
1: Um, I mean, I've been putting pretty well. Oh, for okay. my five times, I was able to get out. Yeah. Uh, we went and played like, just like random dubs and smoking
2: people. So you get, get yeah. out to to BRP with old Derek Sar.
1: Oh my yes, that was actually a really fun round. Thank you, Derek. They're always playing with Derek is fun. So yeah. That's he, what always, I heard. he he's always smiling, no matter how well he's shooting or what what's going on. It, it just makes your round. I mean more fun yeah so
0: that reminds me of you like i mean that's one thing that i don't know i guess i watch with people and players like just being around you you're always chatting it up talking it up having a good time no matter what's going on so some
1: people don't like that though i
2: know know. it's (laughs) it's
0: it's, it it makes for a long (laughs) round when people are just very quiet headphones in it's like come on like loosen up especially yeah i can see that on the pro tour with a lot of those big names out there mm -hmm. but it's funny, like I I got a caddy for Earhart um, at the CCR a couple of years ago, and Macbeth was on the card, and Macbeth was just chatting it up. It was the first round, but he was just he's chatting. He's actually it up. very
1: talkative, yeah. like on the course. I've never gotten to play a round with him personally, but I've heard like he's actually very talkative on the course. Like, I mean, especially when he's not in like first place, he's he's pretty talkative. Yeah. Like, he just talks to everyone or like. Like he loves, I guess, talking with Chris Clemens. Mm. So I guess him and uh, they played. I can't remember what tournament it was, but they just literally talked the entire time, I and mean, it was just like that's those are the rounds that are always the most fun. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. it's just relaxing. Yeah, I
2: always love seeing those mic'd up on Jomez, oh, like him awesome. and him and him and Heinberg or something, mm-hmm. just talking real quick. I, I find that yeah, find he, that to be very interesting. H- Heinberg is. Heinberg is so funny.
0: Like uh, in the disc golf pro tour videos or the disc golf network, you just see him uh, when he's warming up, like putting pre round, mm-hmm. and he's him and Simon or whatever. Yep. I think it was at the Preserve, or just chatting it up. And then you watch him through the whole rest of the round, and he, 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 you swear I could swear he didn't say a word the entire round. So Calvin is
1: literally probably one of the funniest guys yeah, on tour. He looks like he's, he seems when, like it. Every single time I've gotten to play around with him, whether um, we we actually made a bet who could putt the worst during <laughs> the fox run. I was actually like sixty six percent. He was like seventy six percent. So by the end of the round, so it was very bad. But he ended up shooting. I think it was like eight or nine down, and I shot even. So yeah, it was yeah. it was a little bit different of a story for like his misputts. Yeah. Where oh, it was only for like a like a par, or it was eating an eagle putt. Yeah. Mine, it was like, oh, I missed this. Oh, sweet, good par. Oh, good bogey. Yeah. So it was, I mean, yeah, I just
0: yeah. want to be able to putt again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that will lead me right into my last question. What's the goals for 2020 when you want to putt better? Do you know what your stats were for last year? Do you have a goal I in mind? I have
1: no idea. I mean, I'm hoping if I can be inside the circle, uh, if – if I'm inside the circle and I could put above 93% inside the circle, I know that's high. It's pretty high, but, I mean, I know I'm capable of it. Yeah. So, if I could just do that, I mean, yes, given the – if it's, like, 40 mile an hour winds and I'm just laying up, that's fine with me. But, like, if it's calm and I, I just want to make everything inside the circle. Yeah. Like
0: – what about um, tournament goals? Like, obviously, you probably want to get back to USCGC. You probably yes. want to get back to the Disc Golf Pro Tour finale. Do you have, like, any other goals in mind? How many top 20s, top 10s, top I 25s? I want to
1: get a couple top top 10s for, like, Disc Golf Pro Tours, uh, maybe a major. Um, and then I want to cash at – I want to get, like, top 20. Like, I didn't play well at DGLO, and I did not play well at Wild, mm-hmm. But I want to at least – play i want to i want to i want revenge on the courses gotcha so those are those are two of the courses that i definitely want revenge on so makes sense
0: all right you have any personal goals like obviously you're going to be touring with your girlfriend for the entire year two dogs um personal goals like i don't know i guess anything that you see personally maybe not disc golf related out there
1: um pretty much it if covid decides that we can still play and there's actually, like, spectators and stuff, I want to meet anyone. Everybody. Everyone. (laughs) If you see me on the course, please come up to me. Do it, man. Like, I – it does not matter to me. I will – I'll talk – I love talking, meeting new people. It's it's awesome meeting everyone. Like, the people I met last year, even with COVID, it was – it was absolutely unbelievable. It was – and then the people that let me come into their homes and stay there, it was just – it was – again un- unbelievable yeah. so yes if you if also if i'm having a bad round please come up to me say hi i will i will always try to say hi yeah. like no matter what
0: there it is man if you see tour terry out there go hit him up he's scary a scary t yeah the dream he's got the flow the dream. going we're he's trying, trying to, we're trying we the trying to catch up I got, to the, Chris. I got the mullet boys in here man i got the let's two go. mullet boys in let's here. go
2: uh, all right, Gavin, how about you, man? What kind of disc golf goals you got for this year? Well, I mean, definitely after last year, I'm looking to qualify for USDC again. Hopefully it doesn't come down in the Monday qualifier yeah. this year. That was just kind of a hope shot last year. But, um, yeah, USDC, and then I'd love to get my rating above above 1015. Just nice. a good – I mean, every, every year it's – I mean, I think of this last year, it climbed from 988 to 1003, and it's been a solid – Ten plus point jump every every year that I've played disc golf. So I'd love to I'd love to at least get another ten points on that rating. And then, um, yeah, and just cash as much as possible. I mean, mm-hmm. last year it was a it was a confidence booster at DDO. Cash in there, first ever pro tour, and then um, and then yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to being able to have nothing but time to just dissect the courses and get a game plan. Because when I went up to LSO for that A tier. I mean, Maddie, Maddie P and I grinded that week. I mean, we trying to think. We played a practice round, then the C tier, and then played the actual round. Drove forty minutes to the next course, played that. Next day, played that course. Drove forty minutes back and played the last day course, and then played the played that course the last day. And it, it paid off. Ended up getting top five finish there. Nice, but yeah. yeah, I'm just I'm just looking forward to being able to dissect that or dissect the courses and. Um, yeah, just be able to try to cash as much as possible right on that makes sense. yeah, you get a little more practice in you feel a little more comfortable
0: so I'm, yeah, and hopefully your results pay off that way. Um, how about personal goals? you got anything you have in mind?
2: Um, just keep I guess get my name out there because yeah. right now, name yeah right now it's more more just local and like surrounding states, but I think I think I'm doing a doing a pretty decent job on social media and just hopefully it just keeps growing. And uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing... Uh, hopefully, I see some cool animals. Yeah. I want, yeah. I want to see some dope animals. There's all the about. states. <laughs> but that's different. Yeah.
0: I like that, though. That's pretty cool. Um, all right. Cool. Well, we are going to get uh, ready to wrap this up. We're going to do one last thing. I asked uh, on Instagram for people to provide some questions for these guys. We're just going to give away one question right now. And it's a pretty simple one. Uh, so, what is your favorite place to wander? So start with you terry i assume you went everywhere last year so which what was your favorite spot
1: i would i would have to say vermont vermont gmc GMC was unbelievable we went to we went to the waterfall uh waterfalls there it was it's just unbelievable views it is just the scenery there is awesome and then also i mean when you're from minnesota and then i go down to arizona it's just the warmth yeah it's It's just awesome different yes it is it's we went to me and Tristan started hitting up Camelback a lot, yep. so we went and mm-hmm. hiked. pretty much, it was like every other morning. So I can't wait to get back that just just get back to that and get out there, get being outdoors.
0: The yeah, for sure, just hiking. All right, how about you, Gavin? What's your favorite place to wander?
2: Honestly, just anywhere. I, I I love it playing just around by myself in a nice wooded disc golf course. So I'm I'm excited to at least just get out to. It's like Ida Wild and, yes. and uh, I've I've yet to play Northwoods Gold too. And Ooh. so I'm I mean so tough. Yeah.
1: It's a love hate
0: relationship. <laughs> That's yeah. what I've heard.
2: I've uh, yeah, I won't say anything. Really really just all around the country. I've I've never been as as west as Oregon or as east as Vermont. So Yeah, you got some cool stops, um, man. Yeah i would i'd love to i've never
0: been to oregon or Vermont those would those would, those would be two spots that i've been trying to get to that hopefully i can get to pretty soon so
1: i did not get to go to oregon yeah. last last year because yeah. of covid they closed everything down yeah. so i'm please,
0: please let's just let's please. stay healthy guys oregon if you're listening let us stay healthy oregon utah <laughs> yeah <laughs> do your job oh, yeah utah i mean worlds i mean yeah i know obviously you can't, yes. can't
2: have two years without worlds that'd be I just want everyone to be healthy. I want all this to go away
1: and just everyone stay healthy.
2: Yes, please stay
0: healthy, stay safe. Hopefully we can get out there and see you guys. Hopefully fans can be out there walking around. Um, Caddies can be out there shooting the shit, having a good time. So... That's about all we have today. We're going to go ahead and wrap up the first episode. Thank you all for listening. Please subscribe and like, and uh, we'll, we'll be back in the future. Get out there and wander in the meantime. Have a great day.